This is Becca Brown. You're listening to episode two of the More Than Weight Loss podcast, how to learn to love your body as it is. Welcome to the More Than Weight Loss podcast. I'm your host, Becca Brown. I'm a certified life coach and a certified nutrition coach, and I'm here to make your weight loss journey easier, more doable, because why not? This is the podcast to listen to if you're a mom trying to lose weight, and especially if you're a mom trying to lose weight and you've tried before in the past, and that's felt really hard. I'm gonna teach you what you need to know from both the physiological side of things and the mindset side of things. Let's do it together. Hi. Listen, we're at episode two, and I'm so glad you're with me. So we're gonna talk, if you haven't listened to episode one, go back, you probably have, but it's um, the number one thing that you're not doing that would make your weight loss easier if you were doing it. I'm sure I have a better title than that, but that's what's coming to me right now. And the deal is, is that I taught you that hating your body, making your body the problem, or not loving your body, basically, whatever that looks like for you, is the thing that's probably making weight loss way harder for you, way harder than it needs to be. And like I said, if you still have questions about that, go back and listen or re-listen if necessary, because I told, like, I get it for quite some time I kind of wrestled with this where I was like, yeah, I know I should love my body, but literally this is a serious problem. And the fastest way to get out of it is probably to just stick in, like stick sitting in these like kind of crappy thoughts about my body. It was, I, it was like in my brain for so long. I don't know where I got that programming from, but like, it was just, it almost seemed non-negotiable. Like, yeah, I hate my body, of course. So now let's do something about it. And that's the thing just cannot stress this enough, but that's the thing that kept me there. And so I'm just offering this to you that there's, that you can step out of that, step into a new way of thinking in terms of this whole, like it kind of covers the whole bit of it. The goals that you want for your weight or your weight loss or your body or your relationship with food, all of it, like you can step into a new way of thinking. And this is basically step one. And there's one thing that I want to kind of reiterate, and I'm not sure I totally um, or sufficiently covered it on the last podcast. So I want to just start here, and then I will tell you the things that you can actually do on a day-to-day basis to develop this habit or this practice of loving your body. Can you hear the sounds? I live in a big city. Okay, the one thing I, I just want to reiterate to you, and it kind of hit me after I recorded the last episode, and I just jotted it down, so I'm going to cover it now, like I said. How many times should I talk about it before I actually talk about it? Okay, here's the thing. If you hate your body, if your body, if you've decided that your body is a problem, and from that decision or belief, you then decide to eat better and start moving your body, well, then very quickly, this is what happens. And I, I wonder if you can relate to this. Very quickly, as you start to maybe make different choices in eating and um, get up and go to the gym or exercise, move your body in some way, very quickly, you're going to be looking for evidence that it's working, meaning that the problem is getting solved, the problem being your body, right? Losing weight, etc. But what I want you to know that this is a recipe for complete frustration and for giving up because weight loss and making changes in terms of your body composition the size of your body, your habits, your relationship to food, your relationship to your body, all of it is, I have to say, you're playing the long game here, period. It just is. 
and let's look at see let's see how that might play out for you. So maybe you're thinking, so you're eating right, and these these changes that you make, like it takes some effort, right? And so you're looking for evidence that it's working, and then maybe you don't see it. Maybe the scale went up. Has this happened to you? Um, which we'll cover in another episode, but like there's a thousand different reasons why the scale could be up and what we want to pay attention to and what really matters. You may not know this, but if you want to lose weight, what really matters is you want to be losing fat. You don't want the scale to go up because you don't want to gain fat. And you want the scale to go down, but really only if it's fat being lost. And there's a thousand different reasons why the scale could go up and down. And again, we will cover that in the future, I promise you. But just kind of open to that um, but let's say you've made some changes and you're a weekend two weeks in something like that and you start to think this isn't working maybe the number on the scale is what it is and you think this isn't working I'm, I, I want to put this into practice for you and see what it looks like and see if you can relate to this so then maybe you think this isn't working and then you feel frustrated and from that feeling of frustration, I can promise you that that does not lead to you sticking to your eating plan, whatever you made, or planning, or even making an eating plan, making a plan for working out and following through. Frustration is what gets you to go find that bag of chocolate chips in the freezer, or to sit on your couch watching Netflix until it's so late you couldn't possibly set your alarm to get to the gym in the morning. That's what I want you to see. That when, and let's con I'm going to connect it for you, when your body is the problem, you've made your body the problem, then it's so much harder for you to find that motivation or find that excitement to, to make these changes in your life because you've made your body the problem, so then the solution needs to be exercise and eating, and it needs to happen quick so that you can believe that your body's not the problem. And then you start to believe it's not working when it's not quick, leading you, uh, and then from that thought of, this isn't working. You've created this feeling of frustration for yourself and then you've just made it doubly hard. Can you relate to this? I, I, I mean, that sums up like years of my life, years. So I just want, you just don't have to make your body the problem because your body isn't a problem. Your body's a miracle. I promise you, it's a miracle. I personally, I have four children and they're just like the greatest little things I've ever done. And also the worst, right? Let's not lie to ourselves here. They make me so, so happy and so, so mad depending on the day. But I love them. And I look at them and I just cannot understand how their little bodies grew inside of my body. Like I don't. It doesn't make sense to me at all. And I can remember, especially when they were little and they would start to do things, they would hit their, their milestones. <clears throat> Excuse me. They would hit their milestones and I'd be like, oh, we got another one, y'all. Look. Look, his little brain works. I called his name and he looked towards me like, whoa, we got another winner. That little brain and body started kind of inside my body, right? I mean, it's so crazy to me. It's a miracle. So I could easily, all this time, look at my children and think, gosh, they're little miracles. Their little bodies are miracles. And mostly, not always, but mostly they worked in the way that they were supposed to. And so kind of um, an extension of that is my body is also a miracle. It's easy to think, and I spent many years in this place, there's something wrong with my body, my body's a problem, but the truth is, is it's a miracle. I wanted to get pregnant and I got pregnant. I grew these little babies. 
but the truth is, is even if your body doesn't allow you to get pregnant or grow babies, like there's a hundred other reasons why it's a miracle. Have you ever thought like, gosh, this body, every time I stand up, if, every time I want to stand up, I stand up. Every time my brain says, okay, walk up those stairs, guess what my legs do? They walk me up the stairs. <laughs> like it's crazy. My body's a miracle. Your body's a miracle. So I just want to kind of let you know that this whole idea that making your body the problem is optional and might be one of the things getting in the way of easy, doable weight loss, changing your habits, maintaining a relationship with your body, with food, with movement, with yourself and your heart, that might be making it hard for you. And the opposite is available. You can choose to think in ways that support you that make it easier for you to exist as a human on this planet in your body. So just, I, I kind of needed to start with that. All right. So, now that we've got that out of the way, I want to talk to you about how to learn to love yourself and your body right now. And I say that like not how to love your body right now, how to learn how to love your body right now, how to start this practice because it is a practice. And just like anything else that you learn to do in this world, it takes some practice and you're not going to start out today being good at it. And that's okay. Because <laughs> again, we can just love ourselves as we are, brain and body. Whatever we're capable of today, we can, even if we haven't, even if we're not good at the things we want to be good at yet, choosing to love yourself as is is always an option. Because I will tell you that your value and your worth as a human is already set and it's already there. You don't need to figure any of this out in order to make yourself more lovable, more fun, more worthy, more any of it. You, you came that way and kind of you had nothing to do with it. So it's just there. It's kind of not up for discussion. Are you with me on this? Okay. But these are things that you can do because I tend to think that as humans, we are drawn towards growth and development. And I think that's beautiful. So if we can learn, if we can learn to um, love ourselves and our body right now, let's work towards that and just let it be imperfect. We'll talk more about that in a second. Um, but these are, I just want this to be super usable, useful, and usable. Do you think those things mean the same thing? What I mean is I want to give you things in this podcast that you can literally put into use in your daily life starting today or tomorrow that's going to move the needle. Because I work with clients and I offer a tremendous amount of support and help and we dig into the stories in your brain that you've been telling yourself that are getting in the way. And we kind of, it's like, it's like when you're cleaning out your purse, you got to pull it all out to figure out what you want to put back in there, what you want to be carrying around with you, right? I do the same thing with my clients. We dive deep and we figure out what's in your brain, what's holding you back, what's, you know, and, and also the good things, like what's, what's great that we want to keep in there, what's making it easier for you. And I do that and I love the work that I do in the world, but I want you to know, or not that I want you to know, but a huge goal for me is that I want this podcast to be a huge source of value so that you're able to make changes in your life and you don't need to pay to work with me. And if you want to work with me, come on down, send me an email. But literally, I'm not just saying these things like this is just a little bit of nice stuff. Like literally, you can put your this these things into practice and you can move the needle for yourself. Okay, so let's jump in. 
Okay, there's one, no, there's two kind, it's like two and a half things you can do, okay? The first thing is, and I had to do this work, I can remember standing in my, um, and just for clarity, these are the things to practice so that we can learn to love your body now, so that we can move away from this idea that your body's a problem, it's not. You love your body. You love your body. You can love your body. <laughs> okay? But I, I, was, I can remember the time when I was not loving my body. One time in particular, fourth baby, the best thing we ever did. She's going to be so, she's like insufferable because she's the youngest. And we just think she's brilliant, right? She's, she's probably not. She's just normal. But we just think she's the cutest thing ever. So she's going to be insufferable. And in 20 years, no one will be able to stand her. And we'll have to say to ourselves that we did this, but we know, we know no other way. It's just, there's no other way it's possible. So anyway, so baby number four has been born. And I remember we, we lived in Hawaii and we had in our master bathroom, we had like most of you probably have a huge mirror. So I would step out of the shower and there in that huge mirror, I would be confronted with the realities of my body. And I remember thinking, Let's see, let's go back. So she's five and I'm 40, almost 41. So I was like 36. Yes, I was 36 when she was born. And um, I just remember, I just stand in the mirror and I would think I should love this body, but it's kind of a train wreck. Yikes, this is gross. Like all kinds of thoughts would run through my head. And I couldn't get to my body is beautiful. I couldn't get to even my body's a miracle. Because I was so wrapped up in like the my thoughts about what my body should look like, and how I was just unhappy with my body and my clothes and how things were fitting, so I couldn't really access that whole like my body's a miracle thing. <laughs> I've gotten to that with practice, and you can too. I'm telling you, it's dope. the work is worth it. But I just so I knew that like okay, I can think whatever I want here, but just it just was not accessible like. My body, I love my body, my body is beautiful. None of it was accessible. I didn't believe it. So it was immediately rejected. This is why, so you hear about affirmations, right? So like, you hate yourself, stand in front, you stand naked in front of your mirror and just chant, I'm a beautiful goddess, I'm a beautiful goddess, over and over again. And that never worked for me. And affirmations work, but the trick is, is and you don't always hear this part of it, you have to at least believe it a little bit, right? And so that never worked for me because I did not believe it at all. I believe the exact opposite. And so what I did, and what I'm suggesting for you to do, is to move to neutral. So if you could picture a, like a continuum, like a line that goes off in both directions, and on it, right in the middle is neutral, and on the left side is really negative, and on the right side is really positive. And I was on the really negative side, pretty far on the line. And what I wanted to do, and what I hoped for, what I wished was to be really on the, like on the far right side, very, very positive. And I couldn't get there. The jump was too big. So what I did instead was I moved from really negative just to neutral. And this is what I did. This is, this is the sentence for me, and this might, might not be the sentence for you, and I heard this from someone else, so I, I can't even take credit for it. But I would just tell myself, oh, this is what a human stomach looks like sometimes. And I would just sit, like, let that land, and I'd be like, huh, maybe. Maybe it's not good and it's not bad. I was believing that it was bad, 
but maybe I was wrong about that. Maybe this is just what it looks like. And I noticed that when I had, like, when my face, like, I don't know, I didn't get enough sleep or I wasn't exfoliating or something, and my face would just, just look kind of rough. I would go to that for my face, too, right? Because instead of going, like, gosh, you look terrible, I'd be like, oof. It's what a human face looks like sometimes. And it allowed me to just move on. So I wasn't moving into the really positive space, going back to my body. I wasn't moving into the really positive space, but what I'll tell you is that it's an incremental jump along that line, and I was moving in the right direction. And so if you find yourself very far on the negative side, and of course you want to move to the positive side, because on the positive side, when we're thinking really lovely, positive thoughts about our body, it does make it easy for us to reach our goals. But allow yourself to just inch forward. So just move as far as you can in the right direction. And you can decide what that looks like for you, what your sentence is, but literally, this is just what a human stomach looks like, did it for me. So just sit and decide what your sentence might be, what you want to move to. And it might be something completely neutral, like I said, like, oh, this is just what human bodies look like, or human bodies are weird, whatever the sentence might be. Or you can do, um, well, I'm not going to give you that trick, I'm going to show you that in a second. So hang on, we'll come back to that. So just move towards neutral. Move towards, move in the direction that you want to go and, and drop the idea that you're going to get, you're going to take one jump to where you want to be. And as you do that, and as you're willing to be patient with yourself and loving and like, it's, it's fine. We don't have to force this. We don't have to rush it, right? This is just a practice. And this is all the work that I do, right? It's a gentle practice. We don't need to force things. We don't need to like, out carbohydrates so that you can lose weight. No, we can find ways to work with your body and with your brain. And just let it be gentle and kind and loving towards yourself. Because if your child, let's say your child was having a hard time walking, okay, and he or she kind of did what little babies do and they stand up and they kind of cruise around the furniture, right, and then he or she tries to take that first step and they fall down. Try again, fall down, try again, fall down. And you're not like, hey, get it together. Hey, dum-dum, you're not living in my basement when you're an adult. Stand up, get to walking. Like, you're not doing this right. We would never do that. And in fact, even saying it is just insane, right? Of course we would never do that. But how many times do we do that to ourselves? Hey, dum-dum, you're not getting this. We've gone over this before. You just can't get it. You're, you're worthless. There's something wrong with you. Everyone around you is getting this and you're not. No, 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 no. Let's be gentle and let's be kind. Because what happens, really amazing things happen for you when you're able to be kind and gentle with yourself. So just keep that in mind. So that's step number one. Move towards neutral. Move in the direction that you want to go. The step number two, I guess it's 2A and 2B. We'll start with 2A. I want you to look for what you love about your body. Do not look for what you hate about your body. We already know that. That list has already been made. It's like etched in stone, right? We know that. But what is it that you love? And that maybe you might even be embarrassed to talk about. I had a, a coach when I was really intensely working on this body image stuff asked me what I loved about my what I loved about my body and I was like oh my shoulders for sure and I almost was like no no let me like move my shirt so you can see how amazing my shoulders were 
But I never spent any time thinking about my shoulders. I only spent time thinking about my thighs or my butt or my stomach or, you know, whatever else wasn't right with me. But there was a whole different experience. I could have given myself a whole different experience if I spent, just scheduled a little time to think about what I loved about my body. Or maybe I, oh, I've always loved my nose as well. I like the shape of my nose. My nose and my shoulders. I never thought about those things. I just was like, yeah. But let's go back to the problem, right? So what I want you to do is ask yourself, like really just close your eyes and like, what is it that I love about my body? And it might be a feature like I talked about, but you might not have any features in your body that any particular body parts that you love. But what is it that you love? Really look for it. Really like sit with yourself, maybe put your hand on your heart. This is a chance for you to connect with you, with, with yourself. Put your hand on your heart, close your eyes. What is it that you love and are so grateful for in terms of your body? And like I said, it, it might not be a particular body part or a feature, but what if it's just like, yeah, I tell my body to go to sleep and it goes to sleep and it wakes up in the morning. And when I say walk up the stairs, it walks up the stairs. And when I get on a treadmill and turn it on, my body follows suit, right? We start walking. We don't fly back and fall behind the treadmill, my body does what I want it to do. So I can't give you all the answers. This is, this is an exercise for you to do on your own. What is it that you love? Open up to that. Find it. And then, okay, so that's 2A. 2B, and this is where it is going to jump into your, in your real life, practice into your real life, is I want you to do, redirect your brain on purpose a few times a day to a thought, to something that you love about your body, like a really loving thought, a thought that makes you feel loving towards yourself and your body. So you want to take whatever it is that you love, whatever it is that you appreciate, and redirect your brain. Like this is you thinking intentionally, and it's like if you've been in the habit of thinking about what's wrong with your body, can you hear my dryer? I hope not. There have been workers in my house all morning because there was a leak in the bathroom. And anyway, I was like, this is so loud. I've got to do a podcast. So we're just going to talk through the dryer. Or maybe it's the washer being so loud. Both things are running. Anyway, so <clears throat> you're in a habit of thinking a certain way. And what we want to do is we want to take, um, we just want to redirect that. We want to retrain your brain to think in ways that are supportive of you. So we want to, you can start a practice of a few times a day, maybe it's three, four times, maybe it's, maybe you link it with, it, it can look differently. You get to choose how it's most supportive for you. Because I can tell you what I do, but what I do works for me in my life. It might not necessarily work for you. But again, if we're connecting with ourselves, if we're checking in and being really kind to ourselves and gentle, then there's a space and a place for you to check in with yourself. Like, how would this, how can I most easily integrate this into my life? How can I be my own best friend and advocate and take really good care of myself and make this practice as easy as possible? So it might be, I'll give you some suggestions, but again, this is this is for you to decide how it's going to look, look best for you. So when I have a new thought I'm trying to redirect my brain to, what I'll do is I'll set an alarm in my phone to go off maybe three, four times a day, and in the memo part where it says alarm, you just click on that, Backspace the alarm, and then write your sentence in there. So if I wanted to believe, like, my body is a miracle, 
maybe that's a thought. I'll put that in the in the spot where alarm was. So then when it goes off on my phone, I pick up my phone like, oh, what's that alarm? And then I read that, my body's a miracle. Oh, that's right, I forgot. My body is a miracle, okay. And then it'll go off again, and it'll say the same thought. And what I'll do is I'll, if I'm in, trying to integrate a new thought, if I'm trying to establish a new habit of thinking in a certain way, then I'll let that alarm run for as long as it needs to, a couple weeks maybe. And I've noticed that when I first put it in, again, I always want to make sure it's something I believe at least a little bit, right? So it's not too big of a stretch because it's too big of a stretch, your brain will just reject it. But I want to make sure it's like at least a little bit believable. And I'll notice as I'm putting it in, I'm like, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I, I guess I can kind of see that. Versus at the end, and this is usually when I stop the alarm and either I'll just stop it or I'll put a new thought in, depends on where I'm at and what I'm working on. But towards the end, as it starts popping up on my phone, I'll read it, I'll be like, oh yeah, duh, of course, my body's a miracle. That is so true. And it's so interesting because it's such a tiny thing. It's such a very, very small thing that doesn't take a ton of effort because I just put it in my phone the one time and then it keeps going off every day. But it's just the smallest little nudge and if you kind of package up that those little nudges a few times every day for a certain period of days, it's like, oh yeah, my brain's like, oh yeah, totally, my body's a miracle. So what I want you to do is figure out what it is for you that you want to believe about your body. Make sure you believe it a little bit. And then, okay, so there's lots of different ways you can do it. I give you the alarm idea. You could also, you know, write it on a piece of paper and stick it on your fridge or on the cabinet or... I knew someone who would put her to-do list on the dashboard of her car. And I met her when I had little, little, little kids. And so I couldn't understand why she was in her car so much. And now I have four kids and they're all in school and, you know, have kind of a lot of things going on. And now I totally get like, oh yeah, put it on the dashboard of your car. You're going to see it a million times. Anyway, so you can, so maybe that works for you. Maybe you, you find yourself spending a lot of time in your car between drop-offs and pickups and soccer practice and whatever it is. So maybe you just tape it there and then you're going to see it every time you get in your car. Maybe you write it on your mirror. Maybe you, I've also done this where I'll take like a Sharpie and I'll write it on my hand. And then I'm every, you know, every however often each day I'm looking at my hand and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. I'm so grateful for this body. Or this body is a miracle. Or... Um, whatever it is for you. The other thing you can do is if you can't find, this is what I was going to say earlier, is if you can't find a thought that works for you, like let's say you want, like you're listening to this and you're like, hey, Becca, I want to believe that my body is a miracle and I just don't, I believe that bodies are miracles, but I don't believe that my body is a miracle right now. It's no problem. This is just an example. Let's say you have a thought you want to believe, but you can't quite believe. You can add on to that sentence and make it so that it works for you. So this would look something like, um, it's possible that my body's a miracle. And maybe that makes it so that you can believe it. Or you could think, I look forward to the time when I believe that my body's a miracle. Or, and this works for like, let's do another one, like I love my body so much. And you want to, but you don't yet. No problem. I look forward to the time when I really love my body. Or it's possible that one day I'm going to love my body. 
it's possible that I already love my body so much. Or I'm learning to love my body right now. You see how you can add little um, intros to the beginning of a sentence of, or a new belief that you want to integrate? And that'll make it so that your body, so that your brain, excuse me, doesn't reject it. So use that if you need to. But that's where you want to put it in and have set up some sort of a system for you to practice thinking that thought multiple times a day. I would say three to four. You can do more than that if you want. But definitely make it so that it's like it doesn't require effort. Because when I make plans and lists and just get my entire life planned out in my journal, sometimes that doesn't exactly make its way into my daily life, right? It's a beautiful list. It's well organized. You know, I've got all the markers and the colors and it's great. But sometimes I'll walk away from that journal and I never integrate it. So don't make it pretty, don't make it fancy, but make it so that you're actually doing the work, which is really not a lot of work, but you're actually doing the thing multiple times a day. Give that gift to yourself by like automating it. And we just, there's so much technology to where you can automate it and make it easier for you. Okay, so that's the thing. Number one, move to neutral. Number 2A, find what it is that you love about your body. And number 2B, then redirect your brain at least three times, but more than that if you need to, to some new thought or new belief that you want to get to. And literally, that's the work of learning to love your body as it is. Because what you may or may not see at this point is that it is a choice. It's absolutely a choice. So much of our thinking is just habit. We're just in the habit of thinking these things. Our brain told us that it was useful to hate our body at, at one point in time, and we've just never questioned that. And that became our habit. That became the programming. And so that's just what's going to keep happening unless you're willing to do a little bit of work in order to re reprogram that, in order to train your brain to step out of the habit that we've decided is no longer serving you. And that's literally the thing. So do that. If you need help finding a thought, here's what you can do. Number one, you can schedule your strategy session with me. This is what I'm doing for um, new clients. People are like, I don't know what this coaching thing is about, but I definitely want to lose weight. I can promise you that I'm not selling you some shake or product. <laughs> some coaching does that. I don't do that. I literally work with you. How many times have I said literally? I'm going to work on that so that this podcast is not annoying to listen to. But what I do is I work with clients. We take a look at what's happening in your brain and in your body, right? I've got the life coaching certification to handle your brain. I've got the nutrition certification to handle physiologically what's happening in, in your body. Like there's ways to lose weight. And it's not a huge mystery, but again, we can take both sides of that coin and get you on the right track. And this, that's what these strategy sessions are for is... We can talk about both sides of those things. We can talk about what's happening in your brain, the story that you're telling in your brain that's keeping you from doing the things that, that you know, are no mystery that will help you lose weight. If you need help finding a thought that you can go to in order to really um, create this relationship with your body that you want to have right now, that strategy session is perfect for that. Or if you're not ready for that, totally get it, although I'm amazing and fun and kind, so meeting with me would be a highlight of your week, but if you're not ready for that, I get it. 
just email me and we can just talk. Um, we can talk there and kind of go back and forth and I'll help you find a thought that then you can practice. And actually that would be really fun because then I'll have you check in with me and kind of report back like, were you able to do it? How's it going? Did your brain like kind of accept that thought or was it still too big of a jump and kind of adjust and tweak as necessary. So if you want to do that, I'm totally open to it. I read all my email and I love it so much. You can reach me at hello at beccabrown.com or you can find me on Instagram at beccabrownthecoach and feel free to DM me there if you want to. I'm just here to help. I just honestly, this was such a big struggle for me for so long. I it's an honor to be in this space to help people in the things that I struggled with. So I would be overjoyed to be able to do that. And then, um, yeah, come back for episode three. We're just going to keep going. And some of these episodes are going to cover what's happening in your body. And some of them are going to happen. Some of them are going to cover what's happening in your brain and all of it's going to be helpful. So thanks for being here. And I will talk to you soon.